Hello, internet. How are you doing out there? We we got we got some we got some good stuff here for you for you this week. Uh, this is the PlayStation Report, episode fifty-four. I'm one of your dudes, Frank, and alongside me is he who has a name, Tight Ass Tyler. Tight Ass Tyler. All right. I mean, I guess so. I don't know. I've never really put anything in my ass. I would assume it's tight. I mean, you squeezed Asses out. are usually tight. You squeezed out that shit. <clears throat> I did. A west, wet, moist shit. A mo- moist, moist shit. If you were moist. sitting on it, it would spread out like fucking peanut butter. Like a dollar yeah. of peanut butter. Yeah, it's it, it's like chocolate ice cream coming out of the fucking factory. Mm. The machine on your cone. And the shit talk started 15 seconds in, if that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> hey man, you started it. You know, I I did. I, it was just like you know, there was a slight, a longer than expected delay between you telling me you were taking a shit, and when we actually like got the Skype call going. So that had me worried that you just like you had the shit that ended your life. <laughs> no. no, definitely not. No, I was coming downstairs and people were like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm like, "Hey." I got a podcast to record, but I don't want to be an asshole, mm. you know? Yeah. But no, I, I hate when you have those shits and you think your life's going to end. Those are the worst. Mm. Well, you're here, you're alive, and uh, we're doing another one of these. I said 54, right? See, if you see yeah. now, we have like new updated logos and all that shit. Yep. All that nice shit. You should be able to see it in your podcast feed now. Yes, sir. And we I made our faces a little bit bigger on the video. Mm, just what everybody needs. Yeah, they need see this beautiful sexy mug. Oh yeah, tight ass Tyler of their tat. Yeah. Got a nice tat right there. Um yeah, this is a PlayStation show. We do it every week here on the Plugged On Vids channel and whatever podcast service you decide to subscribe us to us on. And we're just going to start it off as we always do. Let's let's talk about what we've been playing. There's an obvious game we probably both played, so we'll probably leave that for last so we can just get into the discussion there. But uh, what you've been playing, Tyler? What you been Playing. I've been playing a few things. Uh, one, Mass Effect Andromeda, but we'll get to that. Uh, we've been talking about it for a while, so I won't stay too long on it, but Horizon Zero Dawn, I almost have this game finished. I'm very... I feel like I'm getting pretty damn close. I went through the first point of no return, basically, okay. the other night, uh, and got through a whole bunch of story stuff. Um, I just have a few side quests that I want to finish up, like two side quests, and then I'm going to pound out the rest of it, so I'm hoping to beat that this weekend. Um, I love that game story, man. I, I, it's genuinely awesome to me. Um, I, I don't think a lot of the characters are really that great as they evolve besides, you know, Aloy. Um, but I like the overall story. I like when you get to the whole exposition piece where the game just dumps a bunch of shit in your face and says, this is how it is type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, and then you kind of go, oh, wow. Okay. 
things are making a lot more sense and stuff. And it's it's cool. Um, and some of the later story quests are very good. Very well designed. Have you doing some cool, very intense stuff. It, it's it's phenomenal. I, 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 too, I went through and I collected every collectible in the game. One day, I was like, you know what? I just... I just feel like running around this map, killing shit, finding shit. It was great. So I have all the collectibles. I have all the bandit cams cleared, all the tall necks finished, all the cauldrons finished. I just have two corrupted areas, I think. Uh, so I'll do them too. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's it's a fantastic game for sure. I, I, I it's not like the most groundbreaking game, but it is a you know an important game. And I do genuinely think this is one of my favorite games I've ever played. Mm. I mean, it kind of checks some boxes and stuff, but it's just so fun. It's a game I find myself thinking about a lot. You know, it's not perfect or anything, but but it's just a blast to play, and the world's great. I love it. Let's let's uh, put a tab on that, and like w- w- once you finish that, let's uh, get into a spoilery kind of review-ish yeah. discussion about that game. Yeah, more hitting like on the that. hitting on the world notes that we yeah. that are like super spoilery because we can't really talk about that without revealing like the story of the game. Right. But yeah, I, let's, I, let's put a bookmark in that. Yeah, I would very much like to do that. You platinum horizon. Yes, I did. I finished off that platinum. It wasn't that hard. No, it's it's not a hard platinum. I think I have twelve trophies left, and a bunch of them I think are story stuff so i i imagine i'll platinum it too the only one that i'm i'm worried about but i'm not worried about is the is there's one where you gotta get all the blazing suns for the hunting trials and there's one you know i see things about thunder jaws and ravagers and i go fuck Eh. dude all right so like the not the most recent time I played this game, but the time before that is when I fought my first Thunderjaw. So I played this game for like 30 hours and I never fought a Thunderjaw yet. And my first one, I killed pretty quickly. And I'm like, all right. It was it was honestly very easy. I don't know how. And I was like, what the fuck is Frank talking about, man? The Thunderjaws, they're not that hard and and all, all this stuff. And, you know, I and I still don't think they're the hardest thing in the game. I think the Rock Breakers are fucking by a mile the hardest, you know, enemy to fight in the game. But but then it felt like every fucking quest I was running into, I had to kill Thunderjaws. I'm like, no, I just I'm tired of fighting these things because they just they take a, a while. Um and I mean, you you said it a few weeks ago. The best thing you can do is like rip off their heavy machines weapons and then just blow the shit out of them with it. It's the best thing you can do. Uh, yeah, they can be fun to fight. They can be frustrating to fight. It just kind of depends on where you're at. It's a location thing. So yeah, it, yeah. A lot of the fights change by terrain, like whether like you have flat ground to maneuver in, or if it's like you're on a hillside. Like, a lot of that stuff yeah. determines how you have to approach certain beasts. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other game I've been playing, which is an older game, uh, but I still I want to talk about it a little bit. I've been playing Uncharted Golden Abyss on Vita a lot. I'm about halfway through this game. This game is an experience. 
it is a very interesting thing, and it's a very interesting timepiece, I feel, for Sony published first party games, like in general. Like, it is so designed for the Vita, it's almost annoying because, like, right when you open up the game, you know, it pops up to the title screen, the wonderful Uncharted theme starts playing, and you can't use the analog stick or the D-pad to go through the menus. You have to use the touch screen. And so you have to touch shit. Um, there's moments where, like, you don't, if you didn't want to, you could play this entire game with a touch screen. So you can just sit in cover and tap on enemies and, and he'll kill them. Um, when you're climbing, you can just tap where you want to go and he'll just go there. Uh, so you really don't have to play it, and it kind of sucks. Uh, like you, but at the same time, like certain things, they just kind of force on you, which sucks. Like there's, um, so the Vita has like gyroscope stuff in there, so you're you'll be balancing on something like a log, and you know you're going to get in this little mini game almost where you have to constantly be balancing your Vita, moving it back and forth to balance yourself on a log and it's just super annoying and there was a, a section where i was flowing down a river and you have to move the vita back and forth very quickly in order to move nate back and forth and like it was just extremely frustrating because it just wasn't really well designed but even even like uh you'll be picking up artifacts and you have to rub all the dirt off of it so you'll have to use the back touch on the Vita to rotate the thing and then go on the Vita's main touchscreen like you're cleaning it off. Um, like, everything requires the touchscreen to the point where it's almost annoying. And, you know, you'll be going for a long period of time and then the game just constantly just keeps sucking you out of the experience in order to do these puzzles or these stupid little things just to show off the Vita's technology. Uh, I mean, it's still a really interesting game, and the story's not bad. The gameplay, when you actually get to play, is fun. It's uncharted. It's nothing new or anything. Um, I don't think if you're an uncharted fan, if you don't play this game, you're missing out on anything. Uh, but I think if you have a Vita, you should at least check it out. Um, just don't expect the greatest thing. Like, People are saying, like, yeah, I enjoyed this game more than Drake's Fortune. And so far, halfway through, I kind of sit there and go, really? Like, I don't know. I just thought Drake's Fortune had a way better story than than this did. And Drake's Fortune didn't constantly take you out of the experience with stupid fucking puzzles. I mean, there were some very awkward and not great moments in Drake's Fortune, like the whole jet ski thing. Uh, but, you know... At least you were playing the whole time, you know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just hate getting sucked out of the experience the whole time. But I mean, check it out. And it's it's weird too because most Uncharted games have I don't know twenty to twenty two chapters or something in it, and this game has thirty four chapters. Yet it is all the chapters are super short, so it's really about the same length. I don't know. It's got some interesting characters and stuff. It's, I mean, it's whatever. If you got a Vita, play it. Um, and then the only other game I played, besides what we'll get to, uh, I played a little bit of Severed. Um, 
Have you played Severed? Yes, I have played. played I haven't beaten it yet, but I, I've played it. I've I've messed around a little bit in Severed. Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, side check it out. I mean, it's free for PlayStation Plus members for the month, uh, so definitely download it if you can. Um, I really like that game. I think it's I think it's fun, and it this is a game that sh- I feel showcases the Vita, but it it's not like shoehorned in like the combat you're using the touchscreen and stuff, but it makes sense. Um, and you're not constantly taken out of the experience. And I just like, you know, the exploration factor. I love the art style. I love the music. It's a very addicting game to me. Uh, I found myself just going, all right, I got 30 minutes. I'll start this game up. I'll just see what it's about. And then, you know, like an hour to hour and a half passed. And I'm like, well, shit, (laughs) you know, I got to get to bed. Uh, it's, it's, a it's fun. I enjoy it. I'm going to keep playing it for sure. Uh, I feel like all I've really been playing is like first party Sony stuff, mm. which is just weird, but I like it. I like filling in some gaps on, you know, some first party stuff that I missed out on. Um, well, Severed's not first party, it's second party, but still. Oh, That's what man. I've been playing. What about you? Well, other than Mass Effect, which we're obviously going to talk about because, you know, what week it is, um, I've been playing some Rocket League. That new drop shot mode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How is it? Oh, it's fucking baller. It is baller. <laughs> Dude, this is a totally new way to play the game, man. It's it's like it changes. Sure, you're still a car. You're still kicking around a ball. But goddamn, the new objective, just like it, it fucking changes it up remarkably. Um, So basically... The ball starts, it gets launched up in the air for the kickoff. That's one of the changes. You're in, like, kind of a hexagon ring um, with, like, a line in the middle, but there's, like, little hexagon tiles on on the floor. So, basically, off the kickoff, it's up in the air. Jump up, boost it. Um, the last person that hit it, there's, like, these little lights on the ball that change to which color team last hit it. And if it's the opposite color and on your side, it'll, like, create, like, a weakened tile. Or if it gets charged by getting hit enough, like, it'll start... You'll be able to see the ball, like, charge with, like, kind of like an electricity kind of effect on it in the different colors, like orange or blue. And if it gets charged up enough, it'll weaken multiple tile tiles from, like, the point of impact. It'll scatter out. So basically the objective of the game is like you hit a tile once or like weaken it once and then if you hit it again or weak or like the effect weakens it again it'll create a hole and the objective is to knock the ball down through the hole. Now cars don't go through the hole cars just like drive over top of it just fine but the ball will pass through. Um it's just like intense. So intense. It does it favor people that are good at like aerial oh, shots. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. if you can't do aerials, man, this is this game mode. You're just gonna get fucked. Yeah. Wow, oh, man. It's yeah, just a, sounds fun. It is really good. It takes it takes kind of takes off kind of like the uh, basketball mode in that it's aerial based, but it's not nearly as like I think bas the bas hoops mode they call it is just dumb. I don't think that that like making a set goal like that above the ground level is I don't I don't think that's nearly as fun as like making holes in the floor. It's just really cool. I, I fucking love it. 
Yeah. Mm. Did you have any like super intense saves? Um, kind of, but I I scored this really funny goal. Like me and a teammate both went up for the kickoff. He hit it first, but I I I boosted way too high and overshot. He boost he hit it downwards, and then someone from the other team hit it upwards, and then he the team the ball going upwards hit me that was higher. And then it went straight down into a hole we made previously. And that was yeah. a pretty cool goal off a of kickoff. That's awesome. Wow. That's great. Yeah, I I love that, you know, how Psionics is supporting this game. Mm. There's new there's just... new uh, trophies with it too. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I think you know, I got the platinum in this game and I haven't really played any of the DLCs or anything, and I'm down to like fifty percent <laughs> of the trophies or whatever, and it's just it's really weird to have a platinum and have such a low overall percentage uh, it, it's all it's just awesome how psionics just keeps supporting this game with mm-hmm. with new modes that like dramatically change things up but it's still very much rocket league you know yes and you can still have that core rocket league experience if you want you know they really haven't touched that at all which is great yeah uh it's, it's a new uh, competitive season two season four now it is uh yeah i'm gonna have to do my qualification matches See where mm-hmm. I land. Mm. Yeah, hopefully it'll, they'll go better than our qualifying matches in Overwatch. Which we still need to go and help help our ranking a little bit. Uh. Yeah, we do. I ended up, since we've qualified, I played like two matches, and both of them were losses. So oh, I'm shit. even lower now. It's oh, just terrible, shit. dude. Like, I, I just get on the shittiest teams. Mm. It just sucks. Like... Whatever. I'm I'm a person where I don't mind losing as long as like we were competitive, you know, and we didn't go out like bitches or I, the worst to me is when you lose when you're like this fucking close. That stuff just sucks, you know. Yeah, but, I Yeah. I know that feeling. Um other than that, playing still doing some Divinity Original Sin, not much to update on that. Uh, let's see. Nope, nope, nope. Been playing a lot of that Nintendo Switch, which I won't talk about here. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about putting my PS3 away this weekend. Oh, I I've already done that. It's... Yeah, like there's a few things I would like to do on it, but I'm just at the point where I'm like, you know, I'm I'm tired of going back to this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just kind of want to move on i'm not going to get rid of it so if i really just have the itch to go back to it then then i will but i turned it on the other day and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do something here and i was just like i just can't i just can't anymore i put my wii u away i'm gonna put my ps3 away it feels good you know yeah. just kind of put, put some things away doing a little bit knock. of a little bit of spring cleaning yeah and just like you know there's things on your backlog on these machines that you want to play but you know you just knock them off and it's it it feels good so i think i'll probably do that this weekend i had my 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 fun time with it mm, yes good console it just ended production yeah. in japan i i don't think i yeah. put that in the news anywhere but uh it did they are uh, ending production of the ps3 yeah so maybe yeah. it would be fun sometime soon to do our top ps3 games yeah, that would be a fun thing to do. It's an end of an era. It is, indeed. Um, 
And let's move on to the obvious thing. Big game this week that we have both put a little bit of time into. Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes. Mm. Finally. Lots of uh, stuff going out pre-release. Some disgusting things where people attack individuals who yeah. were making the game. That's not Don't cool. Do yeah. Don't be a fuckhead. Yes. Um. But yeah, it's I. So I, I just want you. What do you have to say initially about it? Um. So I played two and a half hours so far. I'm going to play a shitload of it tomorrow and probably even some more uh, tonight. Uh, I haven't played the multiplayer yet, so I have nothing to say about that. Um, I like this game, but people, it's not great. It's not, you know, it's definitely a very flawed game. It's does not live up to the expectations that I think everybody had for it, including myself. I mean, this was my most anticipated game of the year. I, I love Mass Effect and, uh, it, it is a little bit disappointing, but I, I personally, I just think people are really overblowing this game. Like they think it's the worst fucking video game they've ever played in their life. And I, and I was playing it, you know, it starts off slow for sure. Um, and I was kind of going, you know, I was getting those Mass Effect feels, those more role-playing, like, Mass Effect feels. And I was like, this is cool, man. I'm, I'm digging it so far. Um, people were going off about the animations. Yes, they're not great at times, you know? And I, it's mostly with the characters' eyes. Like, their eyes just are fucking ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they just <laughs> and, and scatter I, all around. Yeah, it's like you're being told something super dramatic and your character's eyes look like they're going to pop out through their head or something. Like, they're huge. And it's like, what the hell is going on? To me, that's mostly where it is. I mean, the character models themselves aren't that great. Um, But I didn't really think they were that great in Dragon Age Inquisition either. Uh, But, and then the voice acting is is good, but it's not great. There was definitely some lines where I'm like, this is just kind of weird. Um but it's fun. I mean, the combat's fun. Exploring's fun. Some of the, you know, some of the locations and stuff are just fucking beautiful. Uh, you know, the UI is a little bit cluttery in, in getting to your quest and stuff. I feel that could be organized better. Um, you know, there's more that I, I, I'm, I haven't really scratched the surface of. I lo- but I like it. But it's not great. It's definitely not what I was uh, thinking. But it has some cool moments. And I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it. But I know you've played a lot more than I have. Oh. So so what do you what do you think? Yeah, I, uh, for reference, I think I'm approaching maybe 10 hours. Okay. Um, I played a shit ton Tuesday night and then a shit ton on Wednesday evening into the night. Um. I'm really enjoying this game. I love the combat. I love the new mobility. I think the mobility is really key to how the combat has evolved. Yeah. Um, I like the profiles. The profiles, like the different bonuses you gain from those, are, it's like an interesting way to approach the game. I like how you're not set into like being a combat-focused or tech-focused mm-hmm. or biotic-focused uh, player. You can mix and match. That 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 is certainly a very nice thing. I... I... 
I very much appreciate that they did that. Mm-hmm. I like the crafting. The crafting, um, it gives you something more to do, obviously, but I, I think it's cool how you can, like, add augmentations to weapons. Like, you can commit to this being, like, your weapon for, for a while based on which augmentations you decide to give it because those are uh, uh, limited to come by. Um, so... I do have problems with the animations. I do have problems with some of the storytelling things that it does right off the bat. I feel like it's um, it tr- it accelerates too heavily into putting you in the being the guy or the girl. It like it, I feel like that bit is a little bit rushed without much justification. Yeah, like it's something I feel that should feel a lot cooler than it does. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're you're initially not the the leader, you're not the pathfinder. Then all of a sudden, I mean, this is super early in the game, so sorry if I'm spoiling spoiling. Wow, spoiling it for you, but you become the pathfinder pretty early, and it's like, okay, fine, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, <laughs> the thing is, they do that, but without like really doing the uh, dialogue or like just the yeah, just like the dialogue doesn't really match the what's happening um it's it doesn't play off of uh you being this fresh leader that wasn't really prepared for this position it doesn't really capitalize on that effectively um at least my rider the dialogue decisions i've been choosing like they are like an awkward mess (laughs) they're like they kind of feel like they don't fit but i feel like they could have um capitalized it on that uh storytelling aspect more yeah, that's that's certainly the thing. I think, like, if the story doesn't hit in a Mass Effect game, well, then shit, you know, because that's the thing that people really get into with Mass Effect, especially the original trilogy. I mean, the stories were fantastic in all three of the games, and you know, so far I'm enjoying the story here, but it definitely doesn't you know, in what I played so far, it doesn't hit as hard, I feel, mm-hmm. as the other ones did. And if that's a letdown, well then, damn. You know? I mean, the combat can be as great as it is. You know, the story, I feel, is why most people are there from Aspect. Sure. And I guess while we're on the topic of the story, I feel like the what it does well is that there are great, there are, like, huge stakes in this, like, this uh, frontier kind of story there like it does have like that oh shit we need to accomplish this but i i just feel like uh the way they approach that it just it doesn't it doesn't do a frontier story justice like it doesn't have uh i don't know it just doesn't have like that impact of like impending danger like it feels yeah. like you're just like floating out there waiting for a place to go yeah yeah um what I will say is that, like, the fact that you're in Andromeda and, like, this, these new systems, the new aliens, new, like, uh, there's this these robots called remnants that you don't know about very much. Like, this, just, like, these mysterious structures that you investigate. I, I feel like that's really interesting, like, who put them there. Like, the, the world is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just that the whole frontier story do- doesn't do well. Do you think it was a mistake for them to still stay 
within the framework of what the original trilogy was and that like you have the tempest which is like the normandy you have the nexus which is the citadel like that type of stuff do you you think they should have just said fuck it like this is brand new let's just do something new type of thing like like they're still trapped in that mass effect framework just to make people feel familiar well I i feel like a lot of that stuff is just necessary for the types of things you're doing um Shepard being like this individual like captain of a ship like going out and doing these missions and stuff it, there's like very similar things that you're doing as the Pathfinder as what Shepard would have done so it makes sense that there are some things that are similar there um, I there is, I feel like the framework they're using like it's just I feel like it they've written themselves in in a way that you have to be that kind of person with that kind of authority that kind of mobility that it it makes sense that there are these like same structures that you're using like a central hub like the citadel being the nexus and having your own ship now the ship modeling being so close to the normandy is kind of frustrating yeah (laughs) like okay i get you're obviously just copying the normandy there like if you gave us a different looking ship that would be cool the interior of the ship i like how the interior of the ship works better you're not like moving from level to level on the ship and the ship feels smaller it feels more condensed yeah uh, i you, the ship in mass spec 3 was cool but it was very annoying mm-hmm. because it was so obvious that they were trying to load in the rest of the ship at certain points like when you had to walk through the checkpoint after you're back like d- doing some politics back in your fucking room and you have to walk through this fucking checkpoint just to go through the door to the galaxy map and it's like well this is just annoying to have to walk through this every time and i know you're just trying to load everything in type of stuff and like there's not really any loading screens in this game which is cool Mm -hmm. it's pretty impressive that they got that done like that this game wasn't made with bioware's a team Mm -mm. it was made in bioware montreal so it's not bioware austin or edmonton although Um, they did eventually come and help at the end of the project right uh like bioware montreal was created to be kind of a support studio for bioware's other studios so it's i just find it weird that they shopped it out to them uh to basically do the full production of this game um because mass Effect's kind of the biggest thing that bioware has you know like it's the thing it's the property that bioware has that people look forward to the most and I don't know why they wouldn't keep it in house at in Bioware Edmonton. And, and also, like Casey Hudson's not really on this game too much, you know, because he left a while ago. And so you can kind of tell that maybe some of that inexperience led to some of the issues with this game of, of the animations or the writing or something. I just wonder, like, if if it would have stayed in Bioware Edmonton. You know, would this have been a better game? You know, I I think there's also another problem of uh, money, fiscal year, fiscal quarters. Yeah, definitely. Rather. Definitely. I, this is obviously like released right at the end, end of the fiscal quarter, and yeah, yeah this, just... this yeah, this is obviously a game that needed you know another four or five months 
or whatever to iron out just the technical problems. Yeah, I was running into some frame rate problems. I don't know if you've had any of them. Uh, I was just walking around the opening planet, and I could just tell the the slight stuttering. And I'm just playing on a base PlayStation 4, but it's like, damn, this just kind of stinks. Like, I wish they could just work this stuff out a little bit, but it it's definitely rushed out just to get it out in time. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but I, I, I've been seeing it looks like a little bit grainy. I'm not sure if that's like an artificial grain they put into yeah. the game. But I've it, noticed that. I, 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 I'm not sure if I like that at all. Like, Yeah. It's just, it just kind of stinks, you know. Like, the animations, and especially the facial animations, I think people are making too big of a deal out of it. Like, they're not great, but they're not awful 100% of the time. But, like, neither are the, all the animations in Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry. If we're going to bitch about Mass Effect and Drama, then we should just go bitch about Skyrim and Horizon and Fallout 4 and all these RPGs because they all have lip-syncing problems and weird things that go on. In in you maybe too, you know, the whole thing about the ending of Mass Effect 3 is leading to people kind of picking out the smallest things about this game and b- making it a way bigger deal than it should be because like I just feel with what happened with Mass Effect 3 like they needed this game to hit 100%, you know. And mm. it, it, it's definitely I feel if it would have hit 100%, you know, the small things wouldn't wouldn't be as big of a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. But they are, which sucks, you know. Mm. So, I I had I had a little bit of experience in the multiplayer. Okay. Not the greatest experience. Why is While that? I was playing it, it was a lot of fun doing that wave-based stuff. Yeah. But I got to the last bit, the extraction bit. And then it fucking crashed. And I lost all the progress, lost all the experience for that character. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah, that's. That was about. That was, it was like a half an hour that I just lost right there because yeah. the game crashed. That sucks. I- I'm looking forward to playing the multiplayer here this weekend. We're going to play a bunch of it that be fun hopefully that doesn't happen because that'll be fucking frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I-, I have been. I do like the uh, strike team thing. Like, just like a little passive thing that you send out le- these little teams to do missions and stuff. Um, it works with this companion app that I downloaded because I want to, like, send them out midday to go do things, too. Um, I don't I don't know. I, I think this is a good game. Yes. By, by, yes, by definition, it is a good game. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's... I don't even think it's okay. I think it is just a solid good game. Yeah. But like yeah, it, it's it's good, it's not great, it's not awful. And it's definitely uh it's definitely a letdown for BioWare. It is. It, it's not up to their standard. More. But yeah. as a game like compared to other games, this is a good game. Yeah. Like Dragon Age, you know, it, it plays totally different in stuff, but, like, Dragon Age Inquisition, I think, is just a fucking great game. You know, mm-hmm. it, it has awesome writing. It has great side quest for the most part. You know, like, the opening Hinterlands area blows, but, uh, like, the relationships is cool. The the graphics were beautiful. The animations weren't 
perfect, but they, they got the job done. Nothing was bizarre and weird and stuff. In this one, it's just it feels like a little bit of a step back. Well, we'll, we'll have to see stinks. if some of these like relationships and if the story picks up, yeah, if, if, if sure. like these relationships like stick, because yeah. I I do like the side characters. I everyone that I've met so far, I actually I have my whole team. I have my whole team at this point, and I like I like them. I I like their dynamic. I like the dynamic of my crew that I get to talk to too. Like yeah. So so far, I'm I'm liking the side characters that I've ran into uh, that you kind of start the game with. But at the same time, I'm just thinking like, damn, like the original trilogy, the side characters in the original trilogy was were just so amazing and just kind of perfect. And I just feel no matter what, I'm always going to compare them to those characters. And it might be a little bit of a letdown. But I'm not going to say fully on that until I play a lot more, for sure. Uh, I'm excited to play more of it. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I want to play more of it. It's not a game where I'm like, well, fuck, I just don't want to play this anymore. Uh, maybe after 50 hours or something, I, I'll feel that way. But for now, um, I'm digging it. I'm just disappointed, for sure. Hmm. I think it's kind of hard not to be disappointed about this game. You know, it's a Mass Effect. It's Bioware. You expect a little bit more than this. But to, to just, you know, say, I can't believe these guys are calling themselves developers and stuff. It's like, don't say stupid shit like that, man. That's just fucking stupid. You probably couldn't do any better, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, no, don't send death threats out to the developers or whatever. It's just like, if you don't like it, then don't fucking play it. Yeah. Mm. But I'm sure we'll be talking about it more. Yes, we will. Um, we'll move into the news real quick here. We don't have much to talk about this week. Um, but the first item of the list is Mass Effect related, which is why I wanted to talk about it real quick. The Mass Effect Patch 1.04, which is out. Um... I'm just going to go through some of the bullet points of this patch. Uh, for the single player, there's going to be... They fixed an issue where players weren't able to land on Ark Natanis. And fixed an issue where the game loaded into a black screen. As a background, That sounds like a PC issue. Running this game utility. Um, and the multiplayer fixed an issue causing players to stop hearing their character's audio and started hearing other players instead. Whoa! That's a weird thing. <laughs> Um, and yeah. they fixed an issue causing the game to crash when using the human male soldier and the F key. Which I'm not sure what that correlates to on the gamepad. Might have been why my game crashed. Yeah. Um, although it doesn't really make much sense since I played the entire mission and then it crashed. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's about it. Um, there was like an early access patch, but that that was probably included in the day one patch for the rest of us out yeah. here yeah one other thing they said they were the game. Co- yes good sorry they said they you were can... committed to fixing like various issues such as like the f- animations maybe um they they're just they haven't really said much about what they're going to fix but they're going to keep working on the game as they should on a triple a yeah. game like this yeah with and issues. definitely with the state that this game launched in they kind of need to for sure uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping with this game, like when The Witcher 3 launched, 
it it was in a better state than this game was, but it had its issues. It had its frame rate problems. Its UI was a little bit more of a mess and stuff. And, but they really made that game fucking amazing, you know, with a lot of updates and patches. Uh, I'm hoping that Bioware does it with Mass Effect Andromeda, but they're owned by EA, so who knows on that. Um, but one other question I want to ask you about it. How do you feel about the cat? The cat? Oh man, um, the new alien. So, so far from what I've learned, they're just assholes. Like they just seem like generic assholes. Yeah, and I, you know, feel how you feel. I think the design of the cat are fucking stupid. Like they just look like fucking mashed potatoes that weren't fully fucking mashed. Like, it, they just look fucking awful to me. It, it, like, uh, I, I don't know. The first time you see them, like, up close, I'm like, really? Like, this mm. is the best thing you could come up with? I, I like their ships, though. Their ships look pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I just think the design of them themselves just looks and weird And their weapons. Shit. Their weapons are pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to learn more about them. Definitely, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-mm. Well, mm. that's it for the Mass Effect. We mentioned Overwatch earlier and needing to play some more. They might end up having player-made content here in the future. Oh, boy. But the distant future. Um, the Overwatch director, Mr. Jeff Kaplan said that uh, one day we might have a map editor for Overwatch. So, yeah, he said basically it'll if it happens, it'll happen like a long, like it's not happening for a while, but I, I'm kind of interested in, in uh, seeing a map editor. I don't know how that would work, the way that Overwatch is like so design-oriented, like their maps are yeah. designed for their game modes. Exactly, like the maps are so handcrafted they just have a nice handcrafted feel to them and i wonder how much this would possibly break the game in a weird way it i, I don't know it, it could be interesting i know they just added custom games um and like private game stuff so this could be you know the next step for that which could be pretty damn cool uh i don't know i there's a lot of weird things about this that I just don't know how I feel about it. I, so the community is definitely there for it. The community, that, like, it has a huge enough community that there are enough creative minds out there to make good maps. Yeah. yeah. I just don't... I don't know the purpose or, like, how they'll distribute those maps. Like, is it just going to be kind of like... Um, I hate to reference an Xbox game like a Halo Forge kind of deal where you can go out and pick the best maps and download them. Yeah. Or um, it I, I I just don't know how it's gonna work. Yeah, especially or, on uh, PS4 and Xbox One, especially PlayStation, like them being super anal about like mods and stuff. Yeah, and like, do you, when you make a map or whatever, do you only say like, yeah, only this game mode really really works for this? Like, yeah, this is only a payload match or a map or capture the flag and. Is it like a start from scratch type of thing? I don't know. There's a lot of 
and also weird things and it. also like making maps balanced for characters because there are certain ways you can make characters useless on maps yeah and they've said in the past like if a map doesn't work for one character it's scrapped and like or they totally rework it somehow you know so now you're going to let the community out there make maps that might break a few characters or something i don't know it's it's definitely a weird thing i I would be intrigued to learn a lot more because it could add such a longevity to this game you know even more than it already has which is a lot uh but it could just be a whole other side of overwatch that the community really dives deep into it could be cool cool for sure i want like some fucking co-op stuff man Give me a little co-op campaign. That's what I want. You oh, know, yeah. still keep that teamwork aspect because that's the best part about Overwatch. But like, eh, do some PVE stuff, not the horde mode, Doctor Junkenstein shit. But like, maybe yeah. uh, do do kind of like a Diablo raid of like a dungeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, mm. that'd be so cool. That'd be like awesome. you have like a super powered version of like a character at at the end, or just like custom made bosses, like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Or even like uh you're timed to you know escort someone somewhere where it's still like payload but like a PVE type of thing. Mm-hmm. That could be very intense and very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I there's a lot of things I'd like in Overwatch, but <laughs> yeah. We'll see how much they add. They've already added a lot to Overwatch. Yeah. Definitely. We have. Definitely. It has been totally worth the initial purchase. Yes. Mm-mm. Absolutely. I mean, I've probably put at least 70 hours into it, I feel. Mm. Um, we mentioned game balance, multiplayer balance. It looks like DICE is attempting to shake up the balance in Battlefield 1. Um, so the main change here in Battlefield 1 is that they're going to start making grenades go on kind of a recharge instead of a resupply, and the recharge increases when you're in a resupply area. This is to apparently combat high frag rates with, uh, grenades and, and choke points and stuff like that, but I don't see how this makes sense. This is effectively giving you unlimited grenades, but limiting your starting number of grenades. Yeah, have they said how long the the cooldown for no, it is? No, they they have not uh, specified on the cooldown, but that's huh. strange choice, if yeah. you ask me. That's a that's a weird weird tweak for sure. I haven't you know I I don't play this game all the time. I. Battlefield 1 is like the one game where I feel like I always want to play this fucking game, yet I never do. But uh, I haven't really ran into this that much. Yeah, of like I... being spammed with grenades. Of course, like you don't live a long time because there's just so much going on. But I don't find myself dying from someone spamming grenades a lot. But mm-hmm. hey, there you go. They're going to do what they're going to do. I mean, I think this is, like, the first time, like, in a Battlefield game that they've gone to, like, a cooldown system from my memory for uh, equipment. Yeah. I mean, they had cooldowns. Everything in Battlefront was on a cooldown. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is basically them just adapting that stuff Mm. to it. 
think to the expansion, they shall not pass. I think it drops March twenty eighth is oh. the date for that. So next hmm. next Tuesday. Hmm. Okay. I'm looking here. What do we have here? I'm gonna actually switch the order up here. I'm not sure which order you had them written down, but I'm gonna move on to Titanfall, another multiplayer game. Lots yes. of multiplayer updates, Tyler. All of these yes. multiplayer games. Jesus. Um, but uh, there's going to be another free trial starting on March 30th going through April 3rd. And they're also going to make the training gauntlet and the single-player campaign mission called The Beacon available. Cool. Um. So yeah, and those two things, the training gauntlet and the beacon, will remain free to play even after this trial is over. They're also launching a new DLC called Colony Reborn on March 30th, including a new map, a new weapon, and a new execution for free, and some cosmetic stuff for purchase. Yeah. There's also, also rolling out with a patch. That'll fix some yeah. things. There are no notes available at the moment. Yeah. Also, when this rolls out, be double XP. Oh, yeah. Shit. So you know, you we always talk about playing games, but do we actually play games? Not together. Not really. Uh, we should, though. Man, I miss playing games with you. Yeah. I I, uh, I want to play Mass Effect, and I'm... Not lying when I said I almost fucking played a shitload of Battlefield One the other night, but I didn't. Uh, and I was I would like to play Titanfall Two as well. Colony was a cool map from the first first game for sure. I I find it funny that like all the maps that they're adding are just remastered and reskinned versions of maps from Titanfall One. You know they don't want to put a whole lot of time and money into making brand new maps especially i guess they're putting it out for free but hey these are cool maps though i'm not going to argue with them putting them in the game because every map in titanfall one was great and they were all memorable so mm. fuck it just keep throwing them in there i forget ah, i'm blanking on what it was called but uh it was a map in a forest and it was wild man like there was like these bunkers that you could run through. There was a big platform uh, that was just kind of floating above a swamp, and then you could run around the up in the trees, and it was fucking wild. Swampland, I think it was called. Mm. Uh, it was by far the coolest map in the game. I would love if they added that in there. Hey, mm. there you go. There we have it. Um. Oh boy. Oh boy. Keep talking about multiplayer. And it's not going to let up, Tyler. It is just not going to let up this year. If this leak is true, that Destiny 2 is going to be out September 8th. This is according wow. to a leaked poster in Italy. I believe it was released to uh, Eurogamer, and um, we had some other comments from Kotaku as well about this game coming out and being announced very soon. But uh, it's leaked. The poster looks legit. The art, I don't like it. It looks very, like, monochrome. I don't like it. Yeah. It's, it's back to being brown. Like, <laughs> brown and gray. Like, the previous generation of games. Um, 
but yeah, Destiny for the too. Art, yeah, for but, the art, yeah. You know, Destiny with its you know visuals and stuff had color to it. Which yes, cool. it did. It did have a good art direction. So, but yeah, this poster looks just weird. Interesting with this though, with this poster, which looks to be real. Uh, almost every time you see a cover for Destiny, you know, whether it was the original game, Rise of Iron or Taken King, they had like the three classes on there, but they had armor on. Mm-hmm. You know, they always had their helmets on. This I just find it interesting that there's no helmets on these people. And there's mm-hmm. a female with maybe, hair. Maybe they're trying to create a Destiny canon. What do you mean? Like, these are, like, the characters that, like, are canonically... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe these are characters you run into in the game, for sure. That'd be cool. Mm. Why not? Um, September 8th seems right. Yeah, The original absolutely. game launched September 9th. 9-9-2014. Become legend. And I would... fucking remember. <laughs> and it would be destiny tradition for a leak to happen. Yeah. And, you know, Destiny, Destiny and just Bungie games in general usually always come out in September. Halo mm-hmm. games launched in September, not all of them, but most of them. And then, uh, you know, both the expansions for Destiny launched in September. This just makes sense. Um, and then it's apparently going to get another beta exclusively on PS4 in June. So I would imagine it's going to be a E3 stage demo here you go, get into the beta type of thing. Uh, it'll probably be announced before then, officially, but I imagine that's when that'll happen because that's kind of what happened with the first game, mm-hmm. pretty much. Uh, well, it wasn't the beta. I think it was the alpha, and then the beta happened a little bit later. But uh, it, Fucking, you know, can we stop doing this platform exclusivity shit for betas? It is the most stupid thing. Uh, you know, if it's a stagger release, maybe, but even then, does anybody really give a flying fuck that you got into the beta two days earlier or on PS4 than on Xbox? Like, it's just a dumb thing. And if this beta literally only runs on PS4, like, come on, man. I mean, this article says gets at PS4 gets access to it before, but I don't know. Mm. It's fucking stupid. Like, who cares? Uh. But I, I'm my body is ready. I'm not so sure. I might I might want to wait on Destiny 2 to see if they learned or if they are going to ship a product and then complete the product with DLC. Yeah. I am very I mean, suspicious. Let's let's be real. That's probably what will happen. But if it's a better game in general, I think people will be a lot more accepting of it. This but is Destiny's a, a yearly thing. Mm. You should expect that they're probably going to cut a big chunk out of the game to do an expansion later. And to be clear to all of you out there, that decision is made by publishers, not the people who make the game. If you're mad about that, right. yell at Activision, not right. the people making Destiny. Yeah. And I just hope that this game launches in a way better state than the first game, in that, like, the economy's better and, and all kinds of stuff. The mission is better. The story's better. Blah, 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 blah. We've talked about it. Um, and, and not launch the game and then a year later you put out an expansion that fixes everything you fucked up. Like mm-hmm. the Taken King. 
Like, let's not do that. Let's launch the game and just kill it. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping. But we'll 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 definitely see. I think you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are excited about this game that'll definitely jump in day one type of thing. But this game, way more than let's say Watch Dogs Two, you know, because people felt burned about the first Watch Dogs. And they had a wait-and-see approach to Watch Dogs 2. This game's going to have a massive audience that is in a wait-and-see type of thing, for sure. Just because of how things went down. But it's also, I mean, Activision's fingers are definitely very visible on Destiny. Mm, just like, like, they don't hide it. Yeah. They just They're like, whip their money balls out, man. Like, holy shit, we can put... We can we can make DLCs. We can put microtransactions on this thing. Holy yeah. fuck! We don't yeah. have to rely on Blizzard. Yeah. Gosh. Although I... Blizzard's probably like they are just rolling in cash from all of Blizzard's products. Oh yeah. I wonder if like in their corporate meetings, like people from Blizzard just look at Activision, like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, like here we are. We make these games that people just play for years and years and years and years and years, and we're still probably rolling in more money than you are. We make less games and more money. Yeah. What the fuck like, is wrong with you? You could do that too. God damn it. Yeah, if only you like actually cared about like your games instead of annual releases. Uh, that's enough harping on Activision. Yeah. But Destiny 2. I don't too. think an Activision game released this week did it. No. There's not a single Activision game out this week, but there are new games out this week. It's actually a shorter list than usual. Which Good! I am, I am welcoming. <laughs> Although, when, when I say that, a shorter list than usual, you should it's still a longer list than I'd like it to be, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. You want to get us started here with the games releasing on the week of March 21st, 2017... I guess I can do that. <clears throat> Excuse Get hyped. Me. Come on. I'm so excited for 88 Heroes on PS4 Digital. It's 8.08 a.m. on August 8th, 1988. And the evil Dr. Hate has brought the world to the brink of total annihilation. His demands are simple. Pay 88 octillion dollars within 88 minutes or Dr. Hate's 88 thermonuclear warhead will wipe out the Earth. But who will save us in our time of need? The bravest, the boldest? No. The 88 heroes. Jesus Christ. They're really, <laughs> they're really rolling hard into that number. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's a pretty interesting write-up, though. I will say. Uh, mm. There you go. Pretty soon someone's going to make that number infamous. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, here we have on the PlayStation 4 and the Vita digitally, Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. Berserk and the Band of the Hawk. (laughs) Behold, the fierce blend of warriors and Berserk. In this work, the action of cutting through hundreds of enemies, fundamental to the Warriors series, is fused together with the dark and gruesome atmosphere of the world of Berserk. Oh my goodness. 
<sighs> Next up is Death Tales on PS4 Digital. As a reaper retrieved the spirits of the dying to protect them from the forces of the soulish, collect cards and gain powerful attacks, embark on quests for cast of quirky characters, and make difficult choices in a richly illustrated 2D world filled with darkness and whimsy. Play alone or join with a friend in co-op and serve death together. Together? Up next is Everything, out on PlayStation 4 digitally. Everything is an interactive experience where everything you see is a thing you can be, from animals to planets to galaxies and beyond. Travel between outer and inner space and explore a vast, interconnected universe of things without enforced goals, scores, or tasks to complete. Everything will give you a new perspective on life. Next up is Freedom Planet on PS4 Digital. Fight your way across the celestial world of Avalis, where cats are green, motorcycles drive up walls, and monster girls do the most of the butt-kicking. Freedom Planet is a cartoony, combat-based platform adventure that pits a spunky dragonoid and her friends against an alien attack force. America. Freedom. Bring your freedom to people. Next up. Ooh, okay. Aliens. Aliens. We have a theme here. Aliens. Next up is Mass Effect Andromeda. Available on <laughs> PS4, digitally, and retail. You sound like a solarium. That's what I was going for. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda takes place take uh, takes players to the new Andromeda galaxy, far beyond the Milky Way. There, players will lead our fight for a new home in hostile territory as the Pathfinder a leader of military-trained explorers. This is the story of humanity's next chapter, and player choices throughout the game will ultimately determine our survival. Right on. You know what threw me off uh, with the with Mass Effect Andromeda? The first fucking Krogan that you talked to. Oh my god, yeah. The that... female Krogan, I was like, whoa! <laughs> you know, I remember the, the female Krogan from 3, I think, but... Uh, I was like, damn, I don't know. That voice just threw me off. Because in 3, it was a little bit more toned down, yeah, but, more manly. But then you meet more Drac. Krogan-like. Yeah. Drax just your, mm. Drax is stereotypical Krogan. Yeah. Yeah. Next up is Rayan Riddle's Rise of the Goblin King on PS4 Digital. The goblins have been displaced and enslaved. It's up to you to help them flee from the orcs and return to their homeland. Solve puzzles and escape orcs, trolls, and other creatures on an exciting and funny journey full of surprises. Hmm. I believe the mobile port of the week is up next here on PlayStation 4 digitally. (laughs) Royal Defense. The castle needs a hero as hordes of trolls are surrounding it. Build towers, save money, learn spells, and keep the enemy away. Dude, that art is awful. Slow res and shit, man. It's yeah. not even as good as my, my new art for the podcast. <laughs> and that was just text and a controller. Oh. With some embossing. Yeah. Mm, uh, how some... do you like Photoshop? 
Really weird. I stuck to basic shit. <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes sense about it. I hate it. Mm, I'm going to learn it, though. I'm going to learn it, and I'm going to get good. Make some dank memes. See, I tell myself that, too. I'm like, I'm going to learn Photoshop. I'm going to get better at it, blah, blah, blah. And I just, every time I fucking open that program, I'm just filled with rage. I just hate it. I hate the way it fucking operates, man. It doesn't make any sense. Anyways, next up is This is the Police on PS4 Digital and Retail. Oh, shit! <laughs> this is the Police. Is a strategy adventure game set in the city spiraling the drain. Okay. Taking the role of gritty police chief Jack Boyd, you'll dive into a deep story of crime and in, in, in intrigue. Will Jack reach his retirement with a nice stack of bills, or will he end up broken or worse? <laughs> what okay. The fuck. Uh... Is that to who? To how? To how? To how? Out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita digitally. After getting sucked into a magical book, Aya and Momiji must find their way back home. Swap between the two girls in battle so you can utilize their abilities to gain the advantage. Explore every nook and cranny to unravel the mystery of the book world. <laughs> Couldn't hold it together there. Next up is Two Howl Gensel Wanderer on PS4 and PS Vita digital. Only the PlayStation 4 version you can buy in a store. Take control of Rimu. Rimu? Rimu. The Hakure Shrine Maiden. Hakurai. And investigate the latest incident to take place in the world of. Jinsokoyo in this roguelike RPG. You're really bad at Japanese stuff. Oh, I absolutely yeah. am. I'm. It's not just Japanese. I'm bad at pronouncing anything that's in another language that isn't. Is really? Okay. Yeah. Dude, Spanish, French, I just... It just doesn't... Something that just doesn't click with me. Like, I, I took Spanish in high school for a semester or whatever, and it just did not click with me no matter how hard i tried it was like the beginning intro spanish stuff and i just i don't know i can't get my brain to work right i can't get my fucking mouth to pronounce things right it's just it's just me i'm just bad at that shit i generally just offend people by pretending i know how to say their stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's how i live yeah yeah at least you can roll with a little bit more confidence Tweakadin? Tweakadin. Tweakadin. I think. Tweakadin Don't two. listen to me. <laughs> Slayers, go forth and eradicate only the only menace. Experience the latest hunting action game featuring a dynamic targeted destruction system. From the battlefield to the village that serves you as your base of operations, the game takes place in a vast open world. Explore the vast world for yourself and enjoy hunting action enjoy hunting action from an entirely new perspective. Oh boy. Next up is Troll and I on PS4 Digital and Retail. This art is just fucking amazing. Um 
Deep in the Nordic wilderness, a teenage boy named Otto is forced to flee his home after a band of brutal hunters rip through his village in search of a mythical creature rumored to inhabit the forest. Now on the run for his life, Otto inadvertently finds and befriends the elusive creature being sought by the hunters. Thus begins the perilous adventure of Troll and Otto. Mm. Okay. And the final game on the list is Zero Escape, the Nonary Games. Available on PlayStation 4 and Vita <laughs> Digital and Retail. The two, uh, two Nonary Games, two sets of nine unwilling participants kidnapped to an unfamiliar location. One set trapped, one set trapped on a sinking boat with nine hours to escape. The other are locked in a facility and forced to either trust or betray each other. If they break the rules or fail to escape, they'll die. Oh no. Oh no, they'll die. Oh, God. <clears throat> you can listen to the soundtrack to Iron Fist. Marvel's Iron Fist. Hmm. If you want. I started watching Iron Fist. And it is... It's like Mass Effect Andromeda, you know? It's all right. Mm, I heard it's really bad, and if you like the comic, comic, you really hate this show. Yeah, definitely. You know, all the Marvel shows on Netflix so far have just been, I think, great. Especially Jessica Jones and Daredevil. But I enjoyed Luke Cage as well. But, yeah, this one's definitely the worst, for mm. sure. Yeah, but that's 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 a wrap for the new shit, new shit this week. Yeah. Oh man. Right here though, I mean, you can get uh, Star Wars Rogue One or whatever if you want. Frank, you will be pleased that Disney said today that they are planning out another decade and a half of Star Wars movies, and it is definitely going to continue after Episode Nine in 2019. So I know you're pleased. You are the biggest Star Wars fan that I know. I think I just felt some synapses in my brain just burn out. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, there you go. It's not that I hate Star Wars. It's just that I hate the fandom. Hmm. I can understand it. I think Star do Wars out is okay. I don't think it's excellent i think it's a solid set of movies but the fandom just blows it into a direction where i want to just tell everyone to shut up about it yeah certainly i mean i watched the original trilogy and i went i really like these but like okay i just don't get like people are going on about all this lore stuff from the original trilogy and all this stuff and i'm like those movies are so cut and dry I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with, with all this lore and stuff. And yeah, I don't really like, I get I it. I love for, star Wars, but I'm not super into it. I get it for people who are like in their thirties, forties or older who, where it was like a cultural phenomenon when it came out for them. Yeah. But for like younger people like me and you, like that shit was old when we watched it. Yeah. And I think too, like if you didn't grow, this is true with most things. If you didn't grow up with it, like, you know, like I didn't I watched Star Wars when I was younger, 
but I wasn't like fucking into it or anything. So I didn't really grow up with Star Wars. So I watch them and I go, I like it. I enjoy it, but I just don't fucking get why you're just blowing your load over it type of thing. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't really see you fucking into a Star War. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that's how you get into these movies. You don't fuck into them. No. No. Or maybe you can. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, no. Maybe a good way to get laid is to watch the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, because oh, yeah. they're so bad. And then you just kind of look at each other and you're like, why the fuck are we doing this? Let's just fuck. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. Yep. <laughs> a, uh, this is a guide to sex. Sex. We, we want to sex all the t- t- time. To sex, your mouth, 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 mouth. Mm, All right. Well, I think it is time to start turning this podcast down. We're gonna Ooh. bring you out here, real smooth. All right. All right. All right. As always, this has been the PlayStation Report episode fifty-four. 54. Yeah, fifty-four. You can contact us via email at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tight Ass Tyler at Plugged On Vids. That is his YouTube channel, which is where you're watching it if you're on the video version and we'd like it. If you'd like, comment, and subscribe, share it with your friends, give us reviews on your podcast services, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to this show. Hell yeah. You got anything coming up, Tyler? Nothing too much. I mean, same old stuff. I don't have have shit either. Not a whole lot. Not. It's just business as usual. Hell yeah. Until next week. Be nice to developers, and if you're really mad at business practices, look at the publishers. But still, don't be complete assholes. Death threats are not necessary. Be kind to each other. Yes. We are out.